Hey, welcome back to Party to the Party, a pop culture podcast where we talk about stuff we've never seen before, but we always meant to. You can almost say that you're returning to the uh, Tardy of the Party podcast. Well, assuming you're a listener. <laughs> if you're listening the first time, this doesn't make any sense what I'm saying. How you doing? I need some caffeine. We watched Return to Oz, which I have never seen before, but yeah. Bill has. How many times? Have you ever seen The Wizard of Oz? Yes, of course I've seen The Wizard of I Oz. Heard I'm that's not a, a good monster. Movie. I've never seen it. I don't get any of the jokes in this movie. What's going on? I don't get it. <laughs> Wes is like some fucking, she got rock shoes or something like that. Yeah, she ate rock shoes. And there's like a road that like someone peed on, it's all yellow, she's all sad, it's all busted up, like Bugs Bunny like drove his underground car beneath and fucked it up, I guess. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Bugs Bunny, when he's going to Albuquerque. Yeah, I know, I'm just... That's what I'm they just, did to the yellow brick road. I'm just movie. letting the quality of those jokes seep into <laughs> the podcast. I, so, Return to Oz, this is your pick for this week. 1985. Uh, what do you think about this movie? It wasn't as good as I was led to believe it was going That's to be, but say, it's quite an experience. Few people talk about how good this movie is. People yeah. talk about how scary this movie was to them when they were 10, when they first yeah. saw it 30 years ago. Yeah. But few people are like, yeah, let's watch Return to Oz like <laughs> twice tonight on our like adult sleepover. Get Let's get drunk and watch Return to Oz. No this, one does that. Return to Oz is a movie for children made by people who have no idea how to make movies for children. <laughs> yeah. So this movie was written directed by Walter Murch, who is um, – he was a filmmaker who was buddies with uh, George Lucas and Francis Ford Coppola and stuff. Mm-hmm really means well seems like a really smart nice guy he's always a very good tech guy he was an editor sound guy very good behind the scenes making of movie guy this is his first and only directing project ever uh but yeah in terms of like entertaining children of 1985 maybe not so hot <laughs> yeah well when you're uh, just the idea of like hey let's make a re- like let's make a half-assed sequel to the wizard of oz you're already behind the eight ball as it is because how many little kids are like Gotta see more of those adventures that Dor- Dorothy and her chicken. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like... And when when you decide to okay, let's take out the cool dog Toto. Let's replace uh, Toto with the really bitchy chicken who won't shut up for the whole <laughs> fucking movie. That's this chicken is to this movie what Willie is to Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, where it's like, do we need this character here? Does the only so, other like female director, character have to be like? Was the director fucking that chicken? <sighs> Turns out, turns out Walter Murch is actually Gonzo in a human skin puppet suit. (laughs) And this is, yeah, what, Camille? Camille the chicken? (laughs) Jesus Christ. So, so Um, like, Dorothy's laying in bed, she can't sleep. Oh my god. Which is funny, because actually the creatures in this movie are actually put together by the Jim Henson Creature Shop, which I think makes that more like, actually, so that means the chicken in here is kind of related to Camille the chicken. Camilla. Aunt M comes in and she's like, hey, Dorothy, you can't sleep. Why you can't sleep Why for? Are you oh. And she's like, oh, it's Oz. I miss Oz. And, like, Aunt M goes into the next room to talk to the uncle and, like, just as loud as she can be, she'd be like, yo, that girl crazy. Uh-huh. Hey, look at this ad in the paper, electroshock therapy. That sounds pleasant. Aunt M and Uncle Henry kind of became assholes since that first movie. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a weird thing about this movie. So uh, the first movie was made by MGM. This movie is made by Disney. Mm-hmm. And it's trying to be a sequel of that first movie, but since they don't own the rights to that original movie, they're trying to, like, they're like, hey, remember that shit in the other movie, but we can't be too copyright infringement of you about it. So Which is weird they can't because they have look- the ruby slippers. 
That's yeah. But that's, in the books, they're not rubies. They're yeah, just, it's silver shoes. Yeah. But they. Uh, this isn't. Well, I guess we'll talk about this here. Uh, Disney did pay out a hefty fee to MGM just to use the ruby slippers. Okay. Would you think they would have included if they threw them a couple extra bucks on top of that? They just could have bought the rights to everything all together and kind of yeah. like made a, made everything look and sound like that the original movie. But no. Yeah. So then there's another thing where like. Dorothy's messing around. She's getting eggs from the chicken, and she's like, "Hey, yo, you don't lay eggs, and I'm gonna eat you." Tastes hey, so what? Good. There's there's a key on the ground. You realize, Aunt Elle, she bought some shake and bake last week. You're fucked if yeah. you don't lay make some fucking chicken. So she finds a key, kind of buried in the dirt, and picks it up, and it's got a circle. This is after like like the night before. She sees like a comet, like a shooting star, and it suggested uh, that the shooting star was the key that got okay. somehow flung from Oz. I don't remember that at all, but okay. Yeah. But oh, you were probably your eyes glazed over. <laughs> You're like, oh my god! She finds what is a key with an O and a dash through it, like a, a no sign. It's a ghost. And she's it's like, the Ghostbuster sign like, without the ghost. Yeah, she runs her finger around it. Oh, Z. I'm like Dorothy. Reading, yeah. Dorothy, you're stretching real hard. <laughs> so you're here. saying this movie actually makes a case for like this? All really so is just if in you her rotate imagination. the key to the other side, suddenly. It's not a Z anymore, so it's an S. So you lost all. No, you turn on science. It's an N, and the key says no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go home, too. take a nap. Uh, um, what happened to the farmhands? They quit. Maybe they... did they die in the tornado? Because they're building the house back after <laughs> they could have died in the tornado. Because at the end of the first movie, they're there with they're like, oh, Dorothy, yeah. wake up, Dorothy. What happened to the farmhands? Yeah, um, turns out they were not legally allowed to be within 100 meters of a, of a minor. In Kansas. So they... <laughs> pedophile joke. Thank you. Uh, that's what people come to you for. Jokes about their beloved childhood characters. You know characters what? I am glad that they didn't, pedophiles. like... I'm glad that there's not a new farmhand named Jack who's all like, Oh, I'm tall and lanky! Yeah, I suppose Oh, so. I'm like a moose. I kind of have short <laughs> legs and I stomp around. I'm glad they didn't do that. They do a little bit of that with uh, Mombi and uh, the Gnome King, but I'm glad they didn't do that with all the characters. So, like, uh... Her aunt and uncle see an ad in the newspaper for electroshock therapy because <laughs> what children doesn't want a story about somebody getting electroshock therapy? Yeah, I mean, that's that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. That is fucked up movie. Which I do, you put this in a children's movie, which is great because that's actually I mean that's 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 period correct. I mean electroshock yeah, therapy was just still, becoming a big thing. Still. <laughs> Child brides were also a thing during this time. It doesn't mean we That's need them in the movie. This movie isn't necessarily that good, but I do Oof. appreciate Walter Murch deciding, like, he goes there. He decides to take it to a dark place. It's not all just cute and fluffy, and I do like the fact that, like, it is kind of... I mean, granted, oh, no, also, dark, electroshock yeah. therapy did not have the reputation then it is it did now. Back then, it was a brand new scientific endeavor. Well, yeah, that's what they're they're like, hey, this, this shit works. This is before people realized that you could fry someone's brain. they just come out like a fucking fried tomato at the end of it, so, so it wasn't like, quite so, Dorothy's talking to the doctor that's going to do the therapy, and he's like asking her about the Tin Man, and she's like, "Well, the Tin Man, he he, he lost his leg, so he replaced it with tin. Yeah. Then he cut off his arm and replaced that with tin. So the Tin Man cut off all parts of his body until he was all tin. Dorothy, that's fucked up." Which is great because that's actually from the that's which that's something that was in the original book would never got mentioned in the original. Well, you've read all the books, right? Yeah, I think. Or at so. least well, you're, I'm you've, a lot of them. as a kid. You like you know I'm about the books. I'm more knowledgeable about the books than uh, the average person. Which but, that already puts you. Yeah, a lot of people don't even know that shit's based off of books yeah. or like don't even know. But like that, we ruined a lot of g- 
beautiful old Oz books by coloring in them. Oh, really? Yeah. That's actually kind of cool. I'm glad that, like, rather than end up in the hands of some collector would never touch them. That's actually kind of cool they were actually read by kids. And ruined by children. Eh, well, they're kids' books. What do yeah. they do? That's... The scarecrow needs colors! Yeah, 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 yeah. put a green X on his face. Now that makes him look better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, that's the original story for the, for the, um... Tin Man in the original books was yeah. his axe got enchanted by I can't remember if it's by the Wicked Witch or somebody else. So it like hacked off his body parts and yeah, he had to rebuild new parts with tin, uh, even including his head. And that's what she says to the guy. Yeah, of course, of course, everyone's like, "The fuck you talking about? <laughs> this is fucking nuts." Yeah, she, you know, in this day and age, she should have got a book deal. Yeah, yeah, she could have been like, like the first like YA author. Like I don't remember if the Doctor or the Anne or somebody says, "I know just the thing to cheer Dorothy up." <laughs> It's like horrible electroshock therapy. Let's That'll put a smile on her face. Yeah. 1899 people were dumb. Also, we need to find the one electroshock therapy place in Kansas where they seem to hire exclusively old evil people. Yeah, it's like the, this nurse doesn't look very nursey. She's, She's dressed totally all in black with like big shoulder pads. She doesn't look evil at all. Hmm, I wonder who's going to be the uh, evil queen you know, in this story. I didn't realize until the end, though. I Like, I was uh, watching some kind of, like, making of stuff uh, about this movie on YouTube. Uh, the guy who, the the kindly old ball guy who's kind of in charge of the electroshock uh, shock therapy machine, he actually does play the Gnome King, even though he's not. They didn't make him all, like, I'm evil electroshock th- therapy inventor. But, like, for some reason, the nurse is evil, but he's, even though he's playing the main villain of the film, it's really weird. Yeah. I do like how the electroshock therapy machine does have a face on it, and he even points that out. He's trying to make yeah. it seem more like, Look, isn't it cute? We build a creepy little... face into this machine. Which yeah, it... but we're not we're not quite there yet. Oh, really? No, because, like, some blonde magic girl shows up, and I think she gives Dorothy a pumpkin or something? Is this in the, the hospital? Yeah. Oh, I blanked out there on this part. The, the aunt leaves uh, her there. Did she not also cut the head off a moose and say, hey, can you have this too? No. You gotta work in every, like, (laughs) I'm also rocking like a robot for no reason, because this is gonna become important later. But then they, Um, like, strap her to a gurney, and, like... They lay her in the wheel stuff. It's basically become Jake's up ladder. Yeah. The scene. I'm assuming the head, like, well, there's the head nurse lady. You can, like, hear screams and the... The distance. I mean, assuming the people, the 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 orderlies who show up with the squeaky wheeled, uh, uh, the the, the wheelie bed. I'm yeah. assuming those are the wheelers. Yeah. Because you know, they're obviously. Yeah, watching this with my wife was interesting because she's got a childhood trauma from this movie. Oh yeah. So she's like covering her ears Aww. when the with like the, the squeaky sound. Which she's is like, funny. this is fucked up. This movie is <laughs> fucked up, but watching now as an adult, it's like the wheelers aren't that scary. They're kind no, of fucked up. That's what but she they're said. not like, like nightmare inducing. Like. Like she was like, oh, this is bringing back some trauma. But then she when she saw it, she's like, oh, okay. They're oh not no, that they're scary. just at, they're just asshole bellboys with like fucking <laughs> like fucking Captain EO shit on their costumes. You know? Yeah. So um, so they take her on get get an oil cannon and put it on those wheels because nobody needs to hear. Again, why is this rusty wheels? The creepiest uh, fucking hospital in all fucking Kansas. Yeah. So they take her in a room and you know electroshock therapy for kids. Uh, hook her up Did to they the actually zap shot. her? No, because right as it's about to go off, um, the lights turn off, and uh, Dorothy is transported to Silent Hill, and the whole the whole movie. <laughs> 
She's being chased by horrible monsters that are figments of her imagination. Yeah. Well, again, so, like, <laughs> like, there was a storm. She escaped somehow from the hospital. With well, well, okay, so magical. The power goes off, so she was about to get shocked, but she doesn't. And they go out to handle stuff, the doctor and the nurse. And while she's in there, the blonde girl who gave her the pumpkin earlier shows up. And frees her from her restraints. Okay, that's what it is. Okay. And they're like, we have to get the fuck out of here, Dorothy, because shit is fucked up, and you don't know it, but I do. So, uh, let's run. Again, if you if you assume that this is actually happening for real, yeah. the, like, like the, the Ozma doppelganger showing up in reality isn't just a figment of her imagination, like, what's the happy ending to this? Does she die in the river? Well, we're, I'm jumping ahead well, a little yeah, bit, okay. but, like, I, uh, does this mean she actually is somebody who's been fried and now maybe she's going like, crazy? I like to think that the power didn't go out, and she did get electroshock therapy, yeah. and everything that happens after this is her dying thoughts. That makes more sense than anything else that happens in this movie, either within From Oz, or if you think about it, like, the ending being canonical to the real-world ending. It's, yeah, yeah it's, uh, yeah. Uh, so... They run outside, there's a big storm raging, the blonde girl and Dorothy escaping from the hospital and uh they eventually get to a river and the blonde girl falls in or jumps in or something but they're being then, chased by yeah. the evil nurse lady too yeah who's got who, it who you that, aside from doing horrible electroshock therapy which people thought was good at the time has not really exuded any signs of being evil aside from stern looks well she does kind of chase them but it's kind of like she's not in a way that is kind of comforting like hey come back hey no it's okay come back we'll yeah. help you it's more like come Come so back! that's not super evil. Eh, not evil, but it is. That's just like... a lady who doesn't know how to deal with children. Yeah, <laughs> which granted, again, if you're hiring nurses for the world's <laughs> only fucking uh, children electric treatment in Kansas, I guess yeah. you can. There's only so many people you can hire. You got a limited uh, resource. And pool I, I don't know to hire from, but Dorothy drowning or getting electric shock therapy would be a worse. Which would be a worse fate for her? Would be interesting. Actually, I'm kind of surprised that they just don't make the shock therapy the what sends her back. Because it's still I think like a it physical been, trauma. As fucked up as this movie is, I think it would have been too traumatizing to see her go like, ah! That would have actually and been going to Oz. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, or you could have just had her, she gets the key. She could have just like put the key in a door and open the door and suddenly she's back in yeah. Oz. But I mean, I do it like. And then there's an yeah. ocean in Kansas that she's in now. and But that then <laughs> then that dries up and she starts hanging out with Bellina the chicken. Did they ever explain how Bellina ends up. With her, like, no, floating to, like, think from so. real world to Oz? No, I don't think so, but there's a chicken there. Yeah. And it is a fantastic puppet. Yeah. Like, all the special effects in this movie are absolutely ridiculous I was waiting to see if you had any good things time. to say about this movie, specifically, like, really good, not just like, oh, that was tolerable. All of the, I mean, I'm, I was pretty sure I knew there was a Henson workshop type like they did the stuff for it yeah but man they did a fantastic job with everything i didn't realize this was henson until looking at, again like looking up the the behind the scenes footage on youtube and yeah it's actually brian henson doing the puppeteering the voice for jack later too yeah so th- I this saw is that before jim credits. henson died but like yeah this yeah. is one of this which i always thought jack had a great voice in this movie he has such a great like hello mom i just thought yeah. about so innocent about his voice i always thought it was really cool and i didn't realize it was brian yeah henson. like the, they did a ridiculous job with yeah the chicken yeah Bel- with Belinda. it's everything. great because they had to do fantastical stuff 
like the Gump and Jack and TikTok, but they also did a great, like, yeah, realistic puppet with uh, Belinda the Chicken. Which, again, I think this movie would do better if it wasn't Belinda. Yeah. But, and they asked, I asked, they couldn't have figured out a less horrible way to, for her to get to Oz. Yeah. Like, something a little they bit less traumatized. I think even, even aside from the trauma, I think just story-wise would have made more sense. Because if you look at, again, if you look at, the, at what happens to the real world bits, yeah. like, it doesn't really hang together, like, what happened. Like, that and like all still of sudden, assumes that there's a dead girl in Oz yeah. named Ozma now or something. And know? all of a sudden, like, Dorothy is an expert on the deadly desert that she flew over. Again, which never gets mentioned in the original movie. Again, they're leaning on stuff yeah. that happened in the books, but never in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she comes... Oh, hey! It's a lunch pail tree! Yeah, convenient for us! Let's have lunch! Mm-hmm. Again, something that happened in the book, but not in the... <laughs> in, I don't even know if the lunch pail tree was something that happened in the first book, or maybe a later book, but hey, they're I just transposing. Know, uh, did, did you ever hear that thing about how... Um, L. Frank Baum, you know, the guy who invented yeah. Oz, his last words were, now we can cross the deadly, was it, now we can cross the deadly desert, I think? Mm-hmm. Like, that was his last words, creepy last words about how now we can finally escape. Hmm. Yeah, so, anyway. Uh, yeah, I always thought the Lunchfield so, tree was really cool, though. I yeah. love the idea, like, they would, and, like, I like how some were riper than others. Yeah. Yeah. They've got, this movie went out. Whoever was in charge of procuring like the special effects people did an awesome job because they also got Will Vinton Studios to do yeah. all the clay animation. And Will Vinton Studios at the time was like the cream of the crop when it came to clay animation. And that shows up with a rock that sees Dorothy and the chicken going around. And That's actually a scene a wall scene of just a wall with a face on it. And this face is animated so nicely. The facial expressions that does the rock face, you know? It's animated so nicely. I was in my head. I was like, "That's Will Vinton," yeah. because I, his style is so distinct. <sighs> Have you seen the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn? Is that the one that ends up with? I don't think so, because they did a couple specials. They did the dad, this is the clay did... animation one. Well, no, there's also the one with um, um, fucking who invented Tom Sawyer. It's it's the Mark one Twain. With... Mark Twain shows up, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah. Okay. Man, I, mean, I wish you hadn't. I wish you hadn't, because that would be perfect fodder for this show. All I remember is that Mark Twain shows up. Oh, it's such a I haven't seen movie. it in like 30... We could expand tardy to the... Retardy to the party when we come back to the <laughs> I don't party. think that name quite works. <laughs> uh, we could do a retardy special. But if you haven't um, seen, like... Is it the Adventure of Huck Finn, or is it the Adventure of Mark Twain? I can't... It's I either it's or, Twain, yeah. yeah. But that movie has... Like, when you search, like... Messed up children's movie. There's a scene that they always show of, like, <sighs> this faceless... It holds up a mask for a face. We're getting off topic here, no, but I'm going to talk about it. But it holds up a mask for a face, and it's all clay animation. And it, like, makes a little town with a little city and, char- and like, uh, people living in it. And it's implied that this character that's doing this is the devil. And it, it's, like... It sees two of these little car- creatures that it's made arguing over something, so it squishes them, and then it makes like a coffins, and everybody's like, ah, "I don't like this thing." Oh, anymore. that's right. And it yeah. creates like an earthquake, and people are getting swallowed into the earth, and like lightning is hitting characters and dying, and death is everywhere. And I'm like, "This shit is for children!" Oh was my that, gosh! Was that a TV special I did like right around the same time as this, right? Like mid '80s, kind of. I don't. Which no. is a shame because Wolfman's he's a, only really I mean, known for the California Raisins. Yeah, he's these mostly days. known for the California Raisins. Um, big which, thing, and the Noid. Oh, I forgot about the Noid. You gotta avoid the Noid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh. that's actually connective. So the guy who plays the head wheeler in this movie, uh-huh. uh, he did the voice, and I guess did the, like the like the mime 
body language reference stuff for the noise oh, from wow. Will Vinton Studios. Huh. I wonder if they did the. I wonder if they, they made that connection as a result of this movie because I think the Noid was like a year or two after huh. uh, Return to Oz, but. Um, yeah, but that's okay. Cr- okay. So the adventures of actually, I should look it up right now. The adventures. I think it's the adventures of Mark Twain. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The, um, but if you haven't, if, if listener, if you haven't seen that movie and you like see. messed up stuff, that's a oh good yeah, one to uh, the watch. adventures of Mark Twain, nineteen eighty five, and it's got this weird segment where Mark Twain tells a story about Adam and Eve, and it's very strange. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, I can't remember. So he's hanging out with his own characters from the story, but they like run around the like the galaxy. It's not just well, like... yeah. He's trying to get to Haley's comet because he went in with it. and He wants to. Oh, go that's out with what. It. Okay, that's what. Because I know they're like on hot air balloon, like going on all kinds of crazy like weird meta adventures. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's actually on Blu-ray. You can get it from Amazon right now. That movie um, is for eleven dollars. That movie. I think that's one of those movies that fucks kids up. <laughs> it's, it's, Will Vinton specialized in that stuff, which yeah. I feel bad. So, so Will Vinton Studios—they're actually local here to Portland, Oregon. Yeah. That's where they produce all their. I stuff. was always super jealous because my older sister got to tour the studio when it was oh, still really? a studio before, like it got turned know. into what it is now. I don't know if he's still local because he eventually wound up selling a studio to Phil Knight, the 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 shoe guy, and he turned into Leica Studio, which did Coraline and yeah. stuff. Now, so they're still doing. It's claymation is different what, than the puppet stuff they're doing yeah. now. But okay, that's yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll hit myself in the head with a rock and forget know, about the know, existence do, of the Adventures of Mark we'll do, Twain. Because I would like to do an actual one like, or something. Revisit, yeah. yeah. Um, um, now we cross the shifting sands. That is all Frank Baum's last words. Not okay. Deadly Desert, but I know Oz in the original books. There's a map where Oz is uh, uh, sex, uh, sanctioned off from other cities, yeah. uh, from other countries. By there's like a desert uh, north, south, east, and west, and I think Deadly Desert was like to the south, and mm. Shifting Sands to the north, and yeah. But so. anyway, that whole long diatribe. Oh, was, oh. one last uh, uh-huh. <laughs> diatribe, not even diatribe, but in, uh, according to uh, the the books of Oz. What should be inside those, uh, they're called dinner pail trees in the books. Oh, okay. Should be a small tank of lemonade, slices of turkey, slices of cold tongue, Ew. lobster salad, uh, bread and butter, a small custard pie, an orange, some strawberries, and cracked nuts and raisins. That is a lot of food. That is a lot. Yeah, I can see why she'd, like, that's a good lunch. She, yeah, that'll last you for yeah. a couple meals. Yeah. Um, but, uh... That whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> talking about the clay animation. The face goes down, and you see it, the face talking, the rock face talking to somebody off screen. And it says, Master, Dorothy has returned. And he's like, what? Oh, man, Dorothy's back. And then the face is like, and she has a chicken. Oh, no, a chicken. So it's and weird everybody... that no king doesn't remember that later, that there's a chicken associated with Dorothy. Yeah, he well, kinda, the... well, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. But he freaks out about a chicken, and from this point until the very, very end of the movie, <laughs> they don't explain why he freaks out about a chicken, why a chicken is important to the story, nothing. This is one of my notes, actually, at the end of the movie about how, like, a children's book like this, where it's all very episodic and kind of random things happen, like, the logic of a children's book does not necessarily apply to a feature film that well. Yeah. Because the whole destruction of the bad guy in this movie is completely random it's like if you had star wars if star wars ended with darth vader not like getting flung off in a, in a death star fight but like if suddenly a chicken came out of nowhere shat in his mouth and he <laughs> died from it it's yeah. like well that's this was never established at the beginning that this is he's like chickens are poisonous to yeah they could have anything it's there was it's no all, reason yeah. not to establish that 
chickens are dangerous to gnomes. Yeah. Because you had not seen chicken. You could have at least said, oh, this could be poisonous. We don't like, like something. You could have done, done something to point out the yeah, eggs. Yeah. For there's some a reason, legend. Rock creatures there's don't a like legend eggs. about chickens. Even or something. if you don't explain exactly what's going on there, but at least establish the fact that these rock creatures are scared of eggs. Even yeah. if you're not, not, not scared of chickens, but like, yeah. So Dorothy like, finds the yellow brick road, or she finds her house, and yeah. she's all like, Hey, this was my house. So where the where are all the munchkins? Uh, oh, Which, yeah, the house is in the middle of the forest. Yeah, here's the yellow brick road, but it's all fucked up. Is this Oz run on Narnia time? Yeah, because they do establish it's only been six months. Yeah. Uh, so I guess in the real world, it's like October of like 1899, because they're talking about it's going to be a new century. And it's uh, been six months since the events of the first Oz. Yeah, um, so movie. it's like... So it's like, yeah, what hell yeah? How did everything get destroyed this and fucked up? a hundred years in the future? Because everything's when... like overgrown. It's yeah. not just like the Emerald City, which we see later, has been destroyed. Did but somebody like... confuse Narnia and Oz? Um, man, that used to fuck me up as a kid, though, seeing the Yellow Brick Road all torn up like that. Yeah. I remember as a kid, more than anything else, that kind of freaked me out. Because I was like, Yellow Brick Road was such a cool-looking thing in the movie, and you see mm. it all torn up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so she, then she gets to the Emerald City, and the Emerald City is also all fucked up, and she sees some graffiti on the wall that says, Beware the Wheelers! Yeah. And she comes across, and there's statues everywhere, but then she comes across the Cowardly Lion statue, and she's like, Oh, it's the Cowardly Lion! And it's like, okay, you know, can we call him something else? It's a little degrading to keep calling him Cowardly. <laughs> It's kind of rude. That's how he keeps himself in check. You know, he like, he's, he's kind of self-effacing about it now. He's like, to be fair, I think he's still the it's cowardly like, lion. It's not like he suddenly becomes the super brave lion just because he faced the, you know, the Wicked Witch in the first uh How about just story, lion? But... Or give him a name. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, if somebody's like got really bad scoliosis <laughs> and they get their back fixed and you keep being like hey what's up scoliosis yeah it's like you know they're, they're fixed now but this does kind of lend to like um i do like the fact that it's an actual lion and like mm. all the character designs are taken right from the yeah. original books yeah which again it's weird that they're trying to posit this movie as a sequel to the original film despite the fact that from a design perspective they're taking everything straight from the books i love how the, the emerald city is like an like edwardian 1912 looking city all the fashions and everything are like you know like titanic era kind of shit it's not yeah. like which is funny because in 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 the wizard of oz of mgm's uh wizard of oz it's all art deco because that movie was made in the late 30s so of course i like the yeah. you go to the emerald city or it looks like you know some kind of fucking uh, modern times Cha- charlie chaplin shit but and yeah like, i love the design of everything yeah especially yeah the, the, yeah, the, the produ- everything in this the production values are through the roof of everything um this does not feel like 85 uh, so this movie was supposed to have a much larger budget at some point too, and that got uh, cut down at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scarecrow, Cowardly Lion, and Tin Man were all supposed to go along in the adventure, oh, wow. but they got the budget got cut down, and so they couldn't do all the creature effects for those. Mm. And so that that's why they're Scarecrow's just kind of frozen face later in the movie. <sighs> As a kid, <laughs> oh my! That's one of the things where this movie's hard to in, in, enjoy on its own terms because yeah, Scarecrow is just fucking. There's some in, accidentally scary parts of this yeah. movie. Um, not like the wheelers, but yeah. So yeah. The, the, you get the squeaky, rusty sound of the wheelers again, and my wife started getting tense. And then she saw him. She was like, "Oh, oh okay, this, this, this is this, fine." This, yeah, it's a bunch of bellhops. Yeah, uh, what, on, no, it's on, a bu- on... it's a bunch of reject Cirque du Soleil characters, is what. Especially the since that, cause they got colorful tubing. It's very Euro Frenchy. Yeah, yeah. They don't so look then, bad, but they, they got. Start... I do like their how. 
uh, they're kind of done up to almost look like creature suits because when they've got their heads down, they have these helmets yeah. with faces on the top. But when they lift their heads, you see they actually have faces. Yeah. But like, do like, like yeah. my wife said that the 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 face on the top of the head wasn't that scary. It's she's like the dude's actual face is more frightening because everyone's got yeah. like David Bowie glam rock makeup on yeah. too. It's very eighties. Yeah. The, the wheelers are so eighties it hurts. It's great. And they're like, she's um, got a chicken. Get her. Get her. Uh, Again, so, another opportunity to drop like, why are people upset yeah. about chickens? It's just like, no yeah. king hates chickens or something. Right, just good. like or yeah. Uh, so Dorothy runs away from the wheelers and she gets cornered on a wall. But turns out that key was to Oz that she still has on her, and uh, there's a keyhole in the wall, and she unlocks it and so, goes inside. Six months ago, I guess. Well, actually, because the key just landed in. To her, just like two days ago. Yeah. So two days ago, uh-huh. when Oz was destroyed and uh-huh. magically overgrown, uh-huh. what seems to be happening years ago, uh-huh. the scarecrow took the locked TikTok inside this thing that we're about to see, and took cu- the key, threw it in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two days ago. And in that time, TikTok, who she finds a mechanical man in there, and it's got directions to wind him up. In that time. This this mechanical man who is not moving in this place where all living life has been turned to stone uh, is absolutely covered with cobwebs. Again, he's been in there for years. Even yeah. Though, yeah. Uh, even if this happened the day after Dorothy left, none of this should look like the way yeah, it does. And he's got three wind-ups. One that may, winds his thinking, so he can think. One that winds his movement. And one that winds... What's the other one? Yeah, it's got three, right? Thinking, movement, and courage. speech. Speech. I think it's speech because he can still talk, but he can't think. Yeah, that's times. what it's thinking, winding. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. Um, so she's like, "Why weren't you turned to stone?" And he's like, "I am not alive and never will be." He Thank have a goodness. great voice. Yeah. Thank goodness. Oh, and his movement, I like. Was he? How did like? If there's somebody inside of there, they're they've got their legs way so apart. So they took two dwarves and tight taped them together. <laughs> no, actually, so this is the kind of horrifying thing again. Uh, both reading up about this and looking up the the, the special features on on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's a full sized guy in that suit. Man, that looks uncomfortable, Ben. And the oh. text I read was that it was a guy, full size guy, upside down with his hands in the legs. What I saw in the behind the scenes wow. footage is a guy who's not quite upside down, but is hunched over like a turtle, where both of his arms and legs are in, are inside the legs, and, like, his back is just, like, it just looks like I torture. hope that guy got a lot of money for that well, role, if, if, if you just Jeez. look up Return to Oz, behind-the-scenes stuff on YouTube, and you see them crack open the suit, and it is a full-size guy with most of his body cracked, smashed into the lower half of that TikTok costume... Uh-huh. You, you're like, how did this guy ever film more than, like, 30 seconds of this? How is this guy ever, not just film, but how is this guy ever in the suit longer than, like, a minute and a half at most? Yeah. Because it's just fucking nuts. And he's kind of strapped down. Oh, man, it looks, yeah. <laughs> and, like. It's a great design for TikTok, too. Yeah. I love that old, like, again, they do a really good job making it look yeah. like. It's not steampunk, but it looks like something that somebody would have built in, like, 1899 if yeah. they were trying to build, like, an actual, like, automaton. And, like, this poor actress has to hug so many chickens. <laughs> So she's got to pretend like she loves chickens. Have you ever seen Feruza Balk in anything else? I have no idea. She was in a couple things throughout the 90s. Uh, she's an uh, almost famous. I haven't seen The Cameron Crowe movie. Yeah, she's, a, she's a roadie. You get to see her tits in that, which kind of freaked me out. Just throwing it out. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. This is titties. 
Yeah, between this and Catherine Hepburn today. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, yeah. Um. So yeah, so, so TikTok. So, so she winds him up, and TikTok goes out there with the lunch pail and starts <laughs> swing, the swinging in a circle and hitting the wheelers, and the wheelers turn into giant pussies and just start <laughs> running away. I do like the wheelers are consistently like they'll take advantage of somebody when they're like their back is against the wall, but the moment anyone actually puts up a fight, they're like. Aah! Oh, yeah. I run away. So they kept What are they going to do to you? How are they actually going to hurt you? Because they have no hands. <laughs> they're going to bite you, lick yeah. your butt. Like what? Like they're going to slowly bump into you. Yeah. Like yeah, they're going to give you a massage and roll. You well, that would actually kind of nice. Yeah. So so they capture one of the wheelers who was the, the guy pushing the gurney in the earlier exactly. scene with the rusty wheels. Um, this guy was played by the guy's got a crazy name like Pon Mar. Sounds like a Star Wars character, yeah. but he was the mime who did all the like uh, the the movement coaching for everybody in this movie. Okay. Very tall, skinny guy. Yeah. Um, kind of. Sp- I wonder. I don't think he was in the Jack suit, but anyway, they have um, a great interview with him in the making of features where he mm-hmm. does talk about how um, he wasn't in the Jack suit, but he was. You know, ta- he was in charge of the movement yeah. stuff for all the puppeteering in the movie, and they talk about how. Um, so Jack Pumpkinhead was well, a lot of his scenes. He was like a combination of different robots, but sometimes they had a guy in the suit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talks. He has this great thing where he talks about how the the movement of the Jack puppet walks in this very kind of stilted way, which they had to. He had to train the guy inside the the the, the Jack suit to actually walk more like the puppet. Yeah. And this guy, the guy who plays the head wheeler, his like. His uh like parody of how the Jack puppet should walk like a like a robot is a really creepy great like the guy, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised we didn't see this guy in more like puppeteering and stuff in more movies after this guy. So I looked him up on IMDb and he did some more stuff with the Jim Henson Studio a little bit mm-hmm. but like you know like Douglas Doug Jones who like did um who like Abe Sapien yeah I was and, gonna mention that like him I'm kind of surprised he wasn't like the Doug Jones of the 1980s because this mm-hmm. guy was so skinny and I don't know Any, anyway so 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 they they start interrogating the Wheeler. And he starts talking. The they're like, "Where's the scarecrow?" And he's like, "The only one that is Princess Mombi." Yeah, Mombi. Because yeah. at first I was books. like, "Mommy, Mombi, Mombi." <laughs> Princess Mommy. Princess. Which this Mom- movie's already got mommy issues as it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like they say that everything living turned to stone in the Emerald City, except for the it seems like those spiders that went all over TikTok were just fine. That's a good point. Those spiders moved in later. Sometime in the like the six hours since all this went down, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of quite the living and dead stuff, um, the statuefied women of Oz who lost their heads to Mombi are they now dead at the end of the movie? Yeah, that's when a... when all that stone well, gets brought no, back to see, flesh. You see like one or two of them, so I'm guessing their heads just transported back to them. Yeah, because it is established that Mombi took their heads. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, they're living they, inside they, the they cases. Find, they go but... to like to the, the castle, and the the wheelers like, let me go, let me go, and they're like, fine, get out of here, you pussy. <laughs> I do like their interrogation of the wheelers. So anti-climactic, yeah. like, yeah, these guys are really just so they're they, they're really not they a threat go to anybody. This building with shiny, shiny, reflective floors for looking up all the dresses. This kind of confounded me too, because I, I remember this as a kid thinking Mombi's palace was somewhere else no this seems to be like the main because this is the same mirrored palace yeah. that the end of the movie takes place and this this seems to be the emerald city throne room yeah which is funny because this all takes 99 percent of the movie takes place in like on the front steps of the palace of like right inside yeah yeah so so then uh she's talking to dorothy and dorothy wants to know where the scarecrow is and she like takes her she's like Hey, let's go get my other head. 
so I could talk to you about this more eloquently or something. So he takes her, takes her Dorothy through a room with a bunch of severed heads on pedestals just hanging out just which i think is the heads are still aware and live yeah they can't they, don't, uh, they can't seem to talk until later they start screaming at her when she sets essentially well, dorothy yeah, we'll but there. yeah um there's some creepy stuff and so around. then like uh dorothy is so like cool calmly collected through everything dorothy has seen some shit she's like oh look heads huh. <laughs> oh that's a fucked up thing well, huh? wow this isn't the strangest thing i've seen well. She's the Al Pacino of children, or she's just like, you can't, yeah, on face, just kind of like, yeah, I've been there. Then yeah, and then, like, uh, the queen, or the princess is like, you're not gonna, yeah, you, you're you gonna be kind of a plain woman, you're not gonna be super hot, but, yeah, I'll take your head anyway. Yeah, I'll lock yeah. you up in the tower till it's ready. And she's like, she grabs the chicken by, like, his feet and is swinging it around, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> poor chicken. Uh, uh, I do like how Queen Mombi, I guess she's just moved in. But she's already, like, has her own little bedroom off to the side. Yeah. And, and yeah. like... They... Must have been a sh- bitch to film in that set, too, because it's all nothing but mirrored yeah. surfaces. And you can tell there's a couple of camera tricks where they had, like, like film at an angle but hide the camera behind, like, a post or something like that so it doesn't show up in the reflections. Yeah. yeah. There, uh... So she takes Dorothy and locks her in a room. Uh, and Dorothy has a line where she says, If only I could fly away like you to the chicken. Uh... Dorothy, you live on a farm. You would realize you should know chickens can't fly. It's not like you have to tie the chickens down <laughs> so they don't fun. fly away. If she had thrown the chicken out the window and her. <laughs> the Belinda's like, what the fuck? Like, get the, the, the I can't fly, Dorothy. You <laughs> stupid son of a bitch. So um, uh, then Jack Pumpkinhead shows up. Uh, yeah, so up in this, uh, I guess again, this is the attic of the throne room of the Emerald City. Yeah, uh, yeah, the go- which is great because I do you do see that there's paintings of like the Scarecrow and the Tin Man, mm-hmm. like randomly, uh, just like uh, collecting uh, cobwebs in the dust. But yeah, you see like uh, Jack Pumpkinhead kind of busted up into a couple different pieces, just sitting on the yeah. ground. Oh, and he's like, "Mom, Mom, is that you?" Yeah, mommy. And, um, uh, and. He's like, could you put me back together again? Just I like tie my I arm. like the subtle little movement of his head going up and down, like the boink. Yeah, little, I looked that up. It's too. hard to describe. They actually had to put yeah. a lot of engineering in there to like make sure because because they couldn't articulate his lips, yeah. so he's essentially like the static face mm-hmm. when he talked with the voice just kind of coming out the mouth. Yeah. Um, but the way of kind of like giving the head some life is having so that the head would kind of like whenever he's he's kind of shocked, his his head kind of like springs up a little, bit, almost like yeah. a cartoon character. Yeah. Even though the face stays the same, the shape of the head kind of changes to give it some extra emotional depth, which is really nice. Yeah. And, and again, I, I really love this the character design and the puppet design. It's yeah. Really fantastic. Yeah. They, especially considering they how closely they stayed to like the books, they were able to engineer all that into like actual yeah. puppetry and stuff. Yeah, because it must be at some point. Because like when he first gets up, like it must be a combination of like rod puppetry and also what's when you have puppet on wires. Yeah, marionette and stuff like that. Yeah, and you can tell sometimes like a little switch to a guy in a suit suddenly Jack gets a little bit thicker. Like, yeah, but it's still really good. The whole thing yeah. works really well. Um, so what does Princess Mombi do all day? Like, just sit around and swap Especially heads. Especially since she just took over, does like, two just, days ago. Does yeah. she just pick a random head to stick between her legs? Because Mommy doesn't really do anything in this movie, no. too. Like, she just kind of hangs around. Like, with all the heads, yeah, does she just... That's so weird. Well, I guess she, she just does... make out with her own heads all day. And I do, like, she's kind of positioned as being kind of, like, the secondary villain of the movie. But, like, even Jack points out that, like... She got scared of Jack, just like running into Jack randomly. Like, so it turns out, spoilers for the movie, um, when Mombi, Mombi attacked, 
I can't remember who was it. So the Gnome King attacked. Yes. Attacked the Emerald City, took all the emeralds, took them back to his house across the street. Mm-hmm. Left Mombi in charge, I guess. Or Mombi swept in and while well, everything was all fucked up. And so Ozma was still running around, who is the Queen of Oz. Mm-hmm. And she decided to, like, instead of, like, Ozma's supposed to be magic and shit, instead of taking Mombi and the Gnome King on, the only thing she decided to do while this was going on was, like, oh, my kingdom's been destroyed. What I'll do is I'll scare the second in command by sticking a scarecrow. Or, like, this Jack Pumpkinhead wannabe scarecrow thing. Uh, and just, just scare that lady and see what happens. And that's, like, her one way of retaliating against this attack against yeah. her kingdom. And so, yeah, Ozma has taken Jack Pumpkinhead and just thrown up, up uh, him up into the attic. After bringing him to life because she wanted to test some magic powder that somebody just sold her, like, right after all this happened. Too. Yeah. Um, so then Dorothy gets the idea to go down and steal that magic powder, which is kept in with... Head number 22 or something? The alpha head, I guess? Or something. Or the original head, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so she goes down there and, like, sneaks into the room with all the heads, and they're all asleep, and she slowly sneaks through, and this is, like, the other, like, traumatizing scene for people. Mm -hmm. Like, my wife actually, like, put her hands (laughs) on the side of her head, like, oh, no! And like it's still pretty fucked up. This is this is actually like, fucked up in the wheelers. Like she opens this little door and there's the head sleeping inside there, and she reaches in and its eyes open and she's like, "Dorothy girl!" And all yeah. the other head starts fucking screaming at her. Well, it's fucked up because I was thinking about like how what like what if like someone you knew got their head taken by Mombi? Would they be in service to Mombi? Would they be able to fight back? Are they like they're mentally brainwiped? Like what the hell? I would going? think like, they're what's... all like her consciousness. Exactly. Kind of, yeah, that's kind of horrifying too. And but yeah, they're all screaming at her and like. Like, yeah, she's all the whole thing. Like, I would have loved to have just been in the audience for that one part, like a crowded theater. 1985. And just hear hear the wave of children going, (laughs) at least a good, like, five or six kids cry and have to be taken out of the theater because they can't handle it. Yeah, no, I can tell. Because that, man, that scene is. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's just straight up fucked up. Oh, um, this uh, before we move on from the attic stuff, I did notice that um, th- this being the first time I noticed that all this is taking place inside the Emerald City Palace. Uh, there's a whole bunch of little scarecrow faces molded into the ironwork of the window that they fly out of. No, later. I hadn't noticed that. Like, and, and the faces are just like it looks more like the what the scarecrow does look in the yeah. books than the scarecrow does look later in the movie. But yeah. I thought that was kind of a cool little thing. Uh, so um, while Dorothy's doing that, they're trying to put together a thing to get out of a flying contraption to get out of there and she really relied on them to like figure out how to get put together something that can fly you jack pumpkin hey who's obviously an idiot tiktok <laughs> who doesn't know what he's doing build us a flying gump tie yeah. these two couches together and we'll tie the head of a gump to the fly uh, to the end of it i do love they use palm fronds for wings on yeah that thing too well, that's how it was in the the actual book. Yeah, and it looks great in the movie, too. Yeah. Even though the blue screen work in this sequence kind of looks, you know, well, what are you going to do? It's not quite Star Wars, but... Um, and, and Dorothy's still a pretty cool, calm, and collective for all this crazy shit Yeah, she knows happening. what's up. Yeah, she never really freaks out in this movie, yeah. which, hey, good on her. Mommy um, really doesn't do anything, does she? She Even when she's chasing Dorothy around, headless and angry, all she does is stumble and yeah. yell. It's so, not like she has a magic wand or anything yeah. like that. She's just kind of angry. So they, she sprinkles the magic powder all over the couch, and it turns into a gump, and he's like, what's going on? How you doing, people? I lost thing I remember I was eating in the forest. Oh, and he heard a loud sound. Yeah, and, and I that heard was, a loud I, That was kind of cute, yeah. So they push him out the window. Uh, everybody's on it. They crash into the ground and die. Credits. 
end of the movie. We told you this is a grim movie. <laughs> Kids crying leaving that fucking movie there. <laughs> Um, no, but they push it out the window, and they're like, fly, you fool, fly, fly, you fool. And then it starts to flap its wings, and they start to fly, uh, and they, they fly towards I, the Gnome King's lair. This is one of the things I think. Because he can fix Oz. I wonder if this movie would be much better, would have been much better received at the time, would be better looked at now if the movie just had a better soundtrack. Because this is the first part of the movie where the soundtrack really kicks in, and it's the most nondescript kind of like. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun. I don't remember anything. And if the there music. was like some actual really good music, like some kind of thematic, or even if they brought back some of the melodies or something from the original film, but like the soundtrack of this movie lets this because the movie's already kind of thin as it is. Yeah. And without any kind of music, musical bravado to really lift things up, like this big action sequence, this is kind of the biggest action sequence in the movie. This is actually kind of like action-wise the climax of the movie practically, even though we're only like halfway through it. Um, yeah, just kind of like the the movie's kind of flat with such a kind of like, yeah. Then again, I'm a soundtrack nerd, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack was written by a 12-year-old with a kazoo. Ooh. Yeah. My favorite. Funny fact. So, so like, at some point, Jack's like, can I call you mom? And yeah. she's like, sure, whatever, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And then when they're flying, it's nighttime, they're flying over the deadly desert. He's like, good night, Mom. I'm like, oh. Got some, <laughs> That's the thing I got voice. some creepy shivers here. <laughs> I do like when he does ask her if she, he can call her Mom. She like, actually kind of smiles in a way like, oh, that sounds cool. No one's ever called me Mom before. That sounds awesome. And it is kind of like, yeah. Because yeah. he is very kind of like needy, like, Mom. Yeah. Hey, Mom. Yeah, yeah. It's Which I do love that voice, but yeah. If you so, look at it through the wrong way, it gets a little creepy. So the wheelers start chasing them, and they're chasing them and chasing them until they get to the edge of the forest, and it turns into a deadly desert, and one of the wheelers fall into deadly desert, and that's <laughs> the sand. Yeah. It's like, man, we just go from one fucked up image to the next I remember watching movie. that thing, and that's pretty fucking metal, man. That's, yeah. that's pretty rough. Also, it does suggest, despite... It, he doesn't just turn into sand and, like is frozen in place. No, he turns to sand and crumbles apart. Uh-huh. Yeah, fucking, <laughs> there's a couple of them. Uh, other wheelers also follow him in there, too. So, the, yeah, yeah. Loser, the, the wheelers lose a couple guys. Uh, this also just suggests that the uh, the edge of the, uh, the, the, the Deadly Desert is only about a foot and a half away from the Emerald City. Yeah. Which, considering the first movie, it took him a, like it seems to have taken at least a couple days, if not a couple weeks, to get from the Munchkin Land, which, according to this movie, is at the end of the Deadly Desert, on foot yeah. to the Emerald City. This is literally, like... About a block and a half away, but yeah. Anyway, but at this that's point, that's another hair there. At this point, I was watching this on my Xbox One. I got an achievement for watching a movie for an hour. Shows you how much you're using your Xbox One to watch movies. And then at that <laughs> point, she's like, Christ. "Yeah, it's also the Xbox thanks one. Xbox like, for giving me an achievement while I was watching a movie." Yeah, uh, Angry Games Done Quick got me a whole bunch of Twitch achievements. <laughs> Back um, oh, achievements yeah. mean nothing now. Yeah, no, Son that really is. I remember the achievements. This is neither here or there, but achievements were a big thing with the Xbox 360. Yeah. And now no, it's I was, rendered I was that, completely but... useless now because of the garbage. Like uh, this. Um, so uh, ropes start breaking. Shit goes tits up. Uh, everything. Everyone gone Jack done. Jack loses his head. Jack loses his head. Everything gone done. Fucking just. Everything goes wrong. Well, especially because, like, things are already going wrong a little bit, and Jack loses his head, and so the the Gump is forced to do, like, a skydive to yeah. dive down to get Jack's head before it crashes in the ground. And they do get the head, but he can't pull out of the dive, so his whole body breaks apart. Yeah. And actually, they do crash land. Yeah, they're, like, falling through the sky, and, like, Dorothy is so, like, chill about it. She's like, 
It can't be helped now. Oh, she no. actually says I that. am resigned to death. <laughs> she actually says that. She's like, he's like, oh, sorry, I, f- I fell apart, Dorothy. And she's like, can't be helped now. It's like, fuck, man. It's just, she's she's just, just she is waiting for death. That is, is what Dorothy Gale is she doing. She whispers to Jack's pumpkin head. Yeah, we've crossed the shifting sands. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, she's she's seen more than any other mortal yeah. human being but, seems to have ever seen. They, but, like, yeah, she can they, die happy. They land fine. Everybody's yeah. pretty much fine. Uh, TikTok's got some dents in them, and and Jack needs his head put on, and like. Well, Gump is pretty fucked up. Gump is Jack, yeah. <laughs> he's pretty Which, fucked up. Which, does he even object? Because he's not dead, but his head, he's all a bunch of different pieces yeah, now. Yeah, he's fine with it. Which you kind of wonder, because if they put the... He's alive, though, and he's all these constituent parts. Can he feel those parts separated now? He knows. Like, especially the ropes. They're frayed, and they're, like, land somewhere else. He does he have to feel those ropes? I don't think so. Rotting in the desert? <laughs> I don't know. Just throwing that uh, out there. It's, so yeah. then we get another clay face, and it goes down in the gnome cane, and it's like, Dorothy Gale is here. With a small army. It's like a very small <laughs> army. She's got like two dudes with her. Yeah. Two dudes and a severed head. <laughs> I think you're overselling this. So I'm trying to think. So they show up. So it's Dorothy Gale, Pumpkinhead, who we don't know this now, but Belinda's hiding inside his head. Yeah. TikTok and do they don't they don't do they bring the gump inside? Yeah. Oh no, the yes, because they they do tie the gump enough that he's back. At least the head is attached to the couch yeah, they body. Put a he couch can shuffle around. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. So Dorothy go starts going down and like he swall the the rock faces open and swallow up everybody. I guess and like yeah, I guess a little vague. He, this part he, of the movie gets starts being like, hey yo, why'd you why'd you fuck up my friends? And she, he's like, they took my emeralds. And I was like, it's well, not wrong. I do like how he posits like, well, if if some somebody steals something from someone else, do you think it's right for that person to steal it back? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, they stole my emeralds. I would, I just wanted them back too. She does yeah. like you have shitloads of emeralds and shit. Why do you need more? And he's like, that's not the point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Gnome King's an asshole. Yeah. He's like I. They took my emeralds. I mean, he's not wrong. And she's like, they were there when Scarecrow got there. It's like, she's not wrong either. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, why are you punishing my friends? They didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah. yeah go talk so, to the fucking wizard who fucked your shit up. So the Gnome King comes up with this, this fun little game. You can go into my ornament room. I don't know why he's all of a sudden the guy from There like, Will Be Blood. No, but that's kind of like how he talks, though. He has that very kind of storytelling. Yeah. Kind of like, you go into my ornament room. You will find an ornament you think is the scarecrow, and you will touch it. That is that will be blood too. Which is actually kind of takes place at the same time, so that's yeah. completely fitting. Actually, if you yeah. touch it, and it's him, you win. And she's like, "Okay." And I was like, "I'll let each of you touch something." So go to it. Yeah. And who, who the best that? part is the door to the ornament room is a goatsy door. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a bunch of rocket. Yeah. Oh God. So, uh, also, uh, now they're higher there. In the first book, this got retconned out of this. In the very first book, uh, the Emerald City is not actually emeralds. The wizard has tricked everyone into wearing oh, yeah, green yeah. contact lenses yeah. or like glasses yeah. into making them think it's all covered with emeralds. Yeah. Which that's such a stupid nonsense. Again, it's children's book. <laughs> yeah, because if you look peripheral. Yeah, exactly. All you do is like, why is everyone totally green? Not just the, uh, yeah. So, to according to the original book, you never even took any emeralds. Anyway, yeah. that's why they're there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so yeah, everyone's forced into this uh So Jack goes in, game. and then all of a sudden there's thunder, and like, she's, he's like, whoop, next person, and yeah. she's like, he's hey, yo, where's chances. Jack? And he's like, oh, I have turned him into an ornament. And she's like, uh, that's bullshit. 
Yeah, you didn't say that part. You just said we had a couple of guesses. You didn't say we were going to get yeah, punished for this shit. Uh, yeah. And he's like, hey, you didn't ask. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't ask if you were going to turn us into ornaments if we guessed wrong. Yeah, very Who the fuck would have asked that? Specific punishment, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. And he, like, treats her while they're waiting, because Dorothy's going to go last. While they're waiting for people to pick, he treats her to limestone pie and hot melted silver. Well, she does eat mm-hmm. some of the pie. Mm-hmm. I think Jackson will point out, like, you shouldn't drink that, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is a good point, yeah. It doesn't seem uh, too tasty. Actually, it does look pretty good. Those cakes did look pretty awesome. It would be great if she cracked a tooth, though. She's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Is this, like, made out of So, while all this is happening... She's, like, bleeding uh, out of her mouth. Princess Mombi... Yeah, has, this is kind of a weird... She's, like, coming to warn the Gnome King, I guess, that Dorothy's coming with a chicken. She doesn't know... Does she know that Dorothy's got a chicken? Because there's know. no... There's no, no yeah, because she's got it in her hand, and she was waving around when she was taking Dorothy up to the room. The chicken? Yeah, she had the chicken by the feet, and it was all So she brings flapping. the chicken to the Gnome King, essentially. No, she no, no, cousin. no. Okay, remember when Princess Mombi took Dorothy Oh, up that's to right. The room. You were talking about when she puts her in the yeah. room, not when she's a scale. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, okay. So she's she's got the bunch of wheelers hooked up to a... a um, like a chariot? Yeah, like a, a chariot and is whipping the shit out of them. Yeah. Oh, did hasta, you? Hasta, hasta. Uh, Mombi, played by Bav Morda, the bad guy from Willow. No. Made a year later after this. Just throwing that out there. Oh, that was only a year after this? Uh-huh. No. You've seen Willow, right? We don't have to talk about Willow I, on this my, podcast? Yeah, we saw it in the theater a bunch of times because my oh, sisters really? loved it. Okay. Well, it's not a bad movie. Because Man Mardigan was the hot shit at the time. <laughs> Isn't he dead now? Val- no. No, I get Val Camille Kilmer confused with Dirty Dancing. That's what it is. <laughs> They're kind of the same. They look like the same guy and they were popular at the same time. Anyway. Willow is pretty. Let's see. Yeah. Willow's in a charming little movie. Well, I'll fake pretend any I never movie, saw Willow so we can talk about that. Any movie with Billy Barty gets a thumbs up from me. <laughs> Is he is he the village elder wizard in that yeah. movie? And he's like, eh. he doesn't even try to, because I like how everyone else is affecting an English accent. And he's oh, like, I'm Billy Barty. They like, put a wizard hat on me. I like I like that your Billy Barty impression you eh. first did was just leaning your head to the side, eh. squinting one eyeball and going, eh. That's what he does. He's just, he just blinks at people and goes, eh, I'm Billy Barty. Uh, I'm 98 years old and a dwarf. Oh, my God. What else? So, in case people don't know who Billy Barty is, everybody knows. If you don't know who Billy Barty is, you've seen him before. If you've been alive on this planet and watched movies, there's not a lot of of little people with one squinty eye. (laughs) That is the way. That's super old. He is a fun. Oh, he used to be part of the Spike Jones troupe. Uh, Yeah, that's his big thing is being all squinty eyed and like, he must be. Oh, he's in Masters of the Universe? Oh, he's in UHF. Yeah, he was in Masters of the Universe. He played the this weird has... creature in that. Oh, he's in the Lord of the Rings, the animated. He did a voice. This has nothing to do with Nope, sure doesn't. Although he was alive during the making of this, he should have played like at least one random munchkin. Like an old... <laughs> er- at least... He's the only munchkin left. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so as the her friends go in and guess wrong... The, they all fuck up. They all fuck up. The Gnome King keeps turning more and more human. Which less and cool less effect. clay animation. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting when he, the first time he goes from just being kind of like a skull face in the stone to actually having human eyeballs. Yeah. That's kind of gruesome. That's a yeah. little weird, you know. Then uh, he just turns into a guy in a rubber suit, which is kind of like anticlimactic a little so, bit. At one point, he's like, look, I have these. And like, <laughs> his feet come out and he's wearing the ruby slippers. He's like, these let me take over the MLC. <laughs> he's like, look at my tootsies. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> He's like, ooh, 
I've got ruby slippers. <laughs> this is one of those things where, so I was reading about how Walter Murch, I guess, got fired for a couple weeks from the production. Someone else came in and filmed. So I kind of wonder, because it's so, it's such a weird, silly kind of like, it's great. It's memorable. Yeah. But like the directing for that is so weird where it's like, yeah, because he's like this big, like, like, like imposing gnome king, but then he's got the little feet and he sticks about it. Kelly yeah. twinkles his toes a little bit. Dorothy's like. Hey, those are mine. He's like, no, no, no. They <laughs> fell off you. I found them. They're mine now. It's literally, Plus, I look fabulous. It's Paul Lind all of a sudden for a second. Yeah. yeah. Don't I look fabulous in these shoes? <laughs> you oh, think he just had them on a plate or, hey, I've got them in my hand. But yeah. The yeah. And it's cause funny because he's supposed to be made of rock, but he pulls aside his like, obviously like rubber dress. <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. No, it's, it's great. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, oh my god, what happened? So does that mean... I guess that means his feet are the same size as Dorothy's. That's the other... Because he got little feet. He if he stood up, feet. he would be a little bit top-heavy. Oh my yeah. god. So then TikTok goes through uh, the glory hole. Oh, I forgot about this. This is a great gambit on t- TikTok's yeah. part, actually. Yeah. So then they're sitting... Her and the, the Gnome King are sitting there for a while, and he's like... The rock... Some rock whispers to him, and he's like, "It seems your friend has stopped moving in there." And uh, she's like, "Oh no, his action winding must have wound down. Yeah, I'll go wind him up." And so she goes in there into Good. the goatsy hole, and uh, he's like, "I have not wound down, Dorothy." I like he whispers too. He's like, yeah. "Yeah, I, I want you to look at what I'm going to touch and see what I turn into." And then maybe you can figure out what everybody is. Is this also the part one part where he cries? Yeah, he cries a green tear. Which he, he specifically does say, like, I don't have emotions, but we we, we yeah. I think he's maybe sad that he's about to die or something. I don't know. Like yeah. The TikTok be sad, yo. Um So while they're in there, the uh Princess Mombi shows up and the king is like Neil <laughs> Neil Lower. Yeah, this is like, how can I kneel any lower? What does he do or something? Oh no, like she that? just basically grovels on the floor. Yeah. At this point, like his pink mouth is really weird because he's gray everywhere. Again, but with he's the makeup stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. they always do that with eyes too, where people have like the pinkness in their eyes. Always, but like, like I feel solid. like they could have like decolorized that part of his face or something. Yeah. Like, Even if they just put like some something. Well, no, no, just in post, like. You can Back adjust 1985, it would have been a little bit harder, like, just selectively. Although they could have just, like, had, like, just taken all the, like... Yeah. Because he's not, like, really in frame with anyone else. Especially for those close-ups, they could have just, like, desat... At least desaturated a little bit, because he's yeah. all gray anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, fucking ruby So she's like, hey, yo, Dorothy's coming. And he's like, yeah, I yeah, know. No, shit, she's already in there. She's already yeah. halfway she's, fucked up. She's gonna touch an ornament and turn into... An ornament and... Mombi's so fucking useless in this movie. <laughs> it's just like, why are you even here? Yeah. He's like, hey, don't worry about it. I got it covered. What the fuck, Mombi? Hey, what does happen to her? Does something happen to her? No. Even even when they come back out and they, they, they whack the, the Gnome King, she's just... I don't know. She's just... I don't know. She's reading a book. Like, in the next <laughs> two rooms over So TikTok something. touches something and it... <laughs> Thunder, lightning. He vanishes. And she... That didn't help Dorothy at all. Cool. I know. I do like that. Yeah. So she's good wa- gambit, but yeah, <laughs> she's wandering around and like she's about to touch something, but an em- a giant emerald is right next to it. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what he changed the scarecrow into. Could it be an emerald? 
She touches it. Turns out it was an emerald. She's like, Scarecrow! And she, she hugs screams, him. punches him in the face, and runs. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Scarecrow, what's wrong? What's wrong what's with your face? <laughs> what's wrong with your face? Does he even talk? Yeah. Because he must have, because he must be, but yeah, it doesn't move his lips, and his eyes are just like the most buggy, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, so again, part of the budget thing was they were hoping, he was originally designed, that spe- specific mask was designed, it was originally going to have articulated lips and eyes that moved. Uh, they did some, they were able to make the eyes slightly blink a little bit, which you see later in the throne room at the end of the movie. Yeah. But, so, but instead they were forced to sculpt a couple static facial uh, features. Yeah. When I, when so. I saw him, I wrote... Scarecrow looks like a hot mess. Yeah, because he's just... His dead eyes are quite a sight. <laughs> and his dead eyes wouldn't be so bad if they weren't so huge and, like, they're shooting off in two different directions. It's just, yeah, yeah it's... So- so they're like, Ugh. oh, it's green shit. Touch everything that's green. Which is shame because his costume is great. And, like, the body language of the guy yeah. is really good because he's got the floppy hands. He looks like he yeah. does in the books again. Yeah. But, yeah. So then they figure out that if they yeah, touch green great. stuff, it'll change It's who it's, you know, it's her friends and whatnot. But then the Gnome King is like, hey, you can't win. And uh, another nightmare-inducing imagery of a giant, like, stone, <laughs> the giant Gnome King coming up and uh, eating gump. He oh, eats God, gump, that's right. right. He eats one of them, and I'm pretty sure I know sure he at gump. least takes... Yeah, something happens where... Well, he starts an earthquake, which splits up the whole... Starts fucking up the whole ornament yeah. chamber, and they realize at the last moment there's a big green vase that's about to fall down, and they capture it. And is it... Is that, does that turn out to be Jack? Maybe. And then the Gnome King shows up out of the blue, picks up Jack, and is about to eat him. Yeah. I can't remember what he happens. Eat, yeah, because the gump He eats something is, first. Yeah. Um... So, yeah. Is the gump... Well, no, the gump is still at the end, so the gump makes it through. I can't remember. Well, yeah, but he eats something, but I may... Oh, no. He's, he he's pulling the gump, and, like, he pulls the body away, but the head stays. Oh, okay, that's what it and is. And then he eats the body. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. Still traumatizing. Yeah, still again, absolutely traumatizing. feel that, because it's <laughs> yeah. still alive and, and connected. And then he grabs him. Jack, and is holding it above his mouth, and it's all nightmares, and yeah. cho- crying children everywhere. <sighs> and then, um... Mom... Uh, the chicken fear poops an egg, and that falls and is into the gnome king's mouth. And this is where we find out an egg poison. And Especially then, rock creatures. How are they gonna ever eat an egg? How would you? How would they ever <laughs> find again the movie logic? Where how would they even know that this is poison to them? And how under what circumstances would they ever be tricked into accidentally swallowing an egg anyway under normal circumstances? Yeah. And like and again, then, then the gnome king is like, "Give me my epipen." But they didn't get it to him in time. So he does, yeah. like, one of the things Will Vinton Studios is really good at, like, making something, like, disintegrate with mm-hmm. the clay. Yeah. And wow, they do such a good Again, job with all that It's funny because, like, as a result of Will Vinton Studios, everyone assumes anything that's stop motion animated is clay motion. I even see people like, oh, those, those clay animated the uh, the uh, elephant walkers in Empire Strikes Back. I'm like, that's not clay. They're yeah. like, But, like, this is when people talk about that shit. This is what, and, like, yeah. how they use the I clay. I haven't seen, like, actual clay in... animation done in. Will Vinton Studio was kind of like that. In terms of clay animation, yeah. other people have done that stuff, but Wolven was the studio that really popularized it and really kind of the beginning, middle, and end of claymation. Yeah. Uh, now it's all foam with a, a skeleton inside. Well, like Leica stuff, they do stop motion, yeah. but it's all foam puppets, a replacement animation, Nightmare Before Christmas is all stop and I like, really, figures and puppets. I, I, and... I really miss seeing, like, thumbprints on stuff. Yeah. Because I was, I was just like, ah, That's actually hu- proof a human being was yeah. there, yeah. Um, and, like, well, it takes so much, like, if you do watch, like, the... 
Adventures of Mark Twain, just the expressions they get from the clay yeah. are so much stronger. Yeah, with yeah. every frame. It's so much stronger than just popping off a face and putting another one on. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The stuff that they do now with the Still looks great, stuff but it's, a, the, it's like, a very specific discipline that's kind of lost ever since yeah. Wolven disappeared. Yeah. Um, like, even, like, uh, the stop-motion, like, Rankin-Bass specials, those were little figures, and it wasn't cl- quite yeah. claymation, so it doesn't have quite the same... Like, cl- the claymation allowed for a great bridging of, like, three-dimensional stop-motion animation and, like, almost, like, cartooning with, like, three dimensions with the clay because they were actually moving the f- facial features themselves and... and, and, and yeah, and, like... When the, distorting... Ha- putting teeth in and taking them out constantly. Yeah, just really cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... So, then we get... They just go to the Emerald City where everybody's basically. Well, again, so the whole story now. is like Dorothy shows up in Oz, mm-hmm. walks to the Emerald City, flies to the Gnome King's house right across the street, and then comes back, and that's the end of the story. Yeah. Like, and the but original now, but... Wizard of Oz, there was a travelogue. They were going from place to place and doing stuff, and this one, it's just really like, yeah. yeah. And like, this is where we find out that TikTok is uh, C-3PO's father because he's all gold now. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, Do the Star Wars thing, yeah. yeah. Um, it is a cool little parade sequence. Yeah. Even if, like, there's the, like, establishing shot of the uh, Emerald City now that's all put back together, which is terrible because it's obviously mostly a painting. And just, like, for the perspective, it's a little wonky and the people walking around on it. It's just, like, from a technical perspective, yeah. not all that executed all that well. And but, yeah, I love the inside. Like, yeah, you're essentially back into what used to be Mavi's Palace, which used to be the throne room for the Emerald City. And, yeah, you get to get to see not only all the characters that we've seen in the movie so far, but a whole bunch of characters that were in the books. Unfortunately, yeah, I wish... Yeah, it's obviously couldn't have they didn't have the budget because the cowardly lion was kind of shitty. Yeah, you can tell it's just a guy in a suit kind of wobbling around. They couldn't yeah. really do what. The, and again, the face isn't articulated or yeah. anything like that. Like, um, had, did you watch much of the Jim Henson Hour? Yeah, the lion in that that they would have now and then, the white lion. Yeah, that thing was not the storyteller, but the Jim Henson like the like. Yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Well, that maybe was, that was that. The they intro. used it in some other because it was Jim too. Henson hanging yeah. out with a white lion. Yeah. That looked fucking fantastic. That lion looked. Fan- this was probably before that like too, that. so oh, they yeah, may have actually used was. some of the cowardly lion technology. Well, not well, there's probably a basis for that lion. But like, if they, they had had the budget, it probably would have been something like that. And that yeah. lion looked absolutely well, ridiculous. At, at the end, talking in interviews, like then Jim Henson Studio had lots of great plans for the cowardly lion and Scarecrow and Tin Man and all that stuff to bring back all these characters and like just wound up just Tin Man would just wound up being kind of like half a body on on like supported yeah. by sticks and. Yeah, it's which is great because I love the f- t- fact that the Tin Man is obviously not a creature you could put a guy into. He's got, yeah. like it would Dick have to be a stuff, puppet or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, in the background you can see all these other characters like um, uh, the Patchwork Girl of Oz and all mm, these other characters that like the Scraggly that. Man and like unless you yeah. really looked up like people have broken it down on- online if you compare like the photos of some of the people in the background some of the some of the illustrations you can kind of see although the patchwork girl has this huge horrible scary face which again <laughs> patchwork girl of oz has always been really scary yeah. but yeah so so at some point santa claus in the background <laughs> santa claus is a character in the oz books which yeah. cracks me up at some point they're like hey dorothy you're gonna stay here forever now and she's like fuck yeah fuck my aunt she sent me to electric shop Saturday. Which, fuck this, that this bitch she's justified she's like you know what they don't believe in you guys yeah fuck you i'm staying here free no, candy but for... give me some fucking lunch pail trees but right for now for some reason she's like nah, i have to go home to kansas where my terrible aunt sent me to electric shop i therapy. have to get zapped some more and not be able to vote for yeah. 22 years <laughs> I gotta um, go live in Kansas, you know that place where people go to die. I have to go menstruate in the in the mud till I die of syphilis <laughs> at, at age thirty two. So then Ozma shows up, 
in the mirror and come which is really random also um no uh dorothy's all like i wish i could be in two places at once and then the chicken's like shit there's a bitch in the fucking mirror magic ghost lady she coming for us yeah and it's ozma for some reason been stuck in a mirror all this time i guess mombi after she got pissed off about that fucking Jack Pumpkinhead trick, was like, I'm going to make you live in a mirror. Yeah. And so Osmo and sp- I... spent the whole movie going, ah, yeah. So then, like, <clears throat> two of the heads that she, the two heads that you had seen her use come walking up on their correct bodies and, like, spout, so I out, guess it does spout assume... out some exposition Yeah, that's just like, oh, here's about... any plot holes we're going to clear up. I'm assuming there was maybe two of the two dancing ladies. They yeah. maybe they got there. well. So the whole town gets reconstituted. Well, when... no, you see like the the circle of dancing women. I think you Does see that. I think you see that come back to life. So it's like Which oh look, their heads came back because Dorothy's wish is just to re not only reinstate the Emerald City but bring back everyone, restore everyone yeah. back to normal. So yeah, even uh, if Mommy escaped, she wouldn't have any extra heads to fuck with. So Osmo's like, hey, what do you want? And Dorothy like, I want to go home, but I want to be able to visit us sometimes. And yeah. she's like, you got it. Click clack cluke. Boobity bap and clicks her heels <laughs> together. And she turns around and suddenly Sammy Davis Jr. in a blonde wig. And it's yeah. like, what the hell's going on, man? So then uh, Dorothy wakes up in a forest back in Kansas. And Toto's like, Woman, I told you not to leave without me. Or go? else I can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, you had to deal with that chicken. Picture like if if, if Toto I did had like gone the, back. I did the, like that the chicken was like, "I'm staying here. What's what I are do you doing? Like, like, yeah, what's I'm chicken? not no, leaving. Miss the chicken. I, yeah. I I can talk here. I have voting privileges. Nobody's I, gonna eat me. I here. as a chicken have more human rights in Oz if than women do. If no one's attacking in real world, Kansas, I can just poop in their mouths and they'll die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god. So so there. Dorothy's like, what happened, Aunt? Because the Aunt Em comes up, and she's like, oh, there was a terrible thunderstorm, and lightning struck the hospital, and it burnt down. Ironic that the shock therapy clinic got destroyed by a strike of lightning. Everybody got out safely, except the doctor died. (laughs) I guess the doctor's too busy fucking the face in the shock machine to, like, get out. And then, like, a carriage rides by. And the nurse is in jail The nurse is in jail for some reason now. Because, she's locked up. Why? Because she was a stern-looking woman. Why is she locked up? Why did the doctor? Di- she's and like female and uppity. And like they say, like the doctor died in such a way that you'd be like, "Oh, good, he got what's coming to him." Like, yeah, sure. that evil doctor who was a scientist trying to help people didn't <laughs> like, know any yes, better. Yes, electroshock yeah. therapy was terrible, and it was should have never been done. But he wasn't necessarily I'm quote unquote surprised evil. Surprised they don't say like the doctor choked on it. His eggs Benedict, or some kind of shit like that, and like maybe he got force fed by the the nurse or something. Like yeah, it's again uh, the original Wizard of Oz had such a satisfying ending with that book ending of like everyone showing up and like oh you, you were there and you were there. This one trying to do the same thing it makes no sense. Yeah, like yeah, just from a writing perspective. <laughs> oh, that dead like, guy was there. That lady in that cage is there. Okay. And like one of the last things you see is like uh, her getting crowded away in this police buggy. Yeah, for no, yeah, for no, for no and reason. And then like the uncle is building their house again, and like yeah, it's a little. I like when they first leave. The uncle Henry's got a busted leg, and the and and, and Amazon like 
you fake and heal asshole. And they come <laughs> back. Oh, house is finished. Yeah. It's like two days. Yeah. It's... And the, she's back in a shitty shithole, Kansas to live out no her life. No prospects for anything. Yeah. Well, she goes up to Amir and is like, hey, I noticed you there. And Osmosis is like, hey, yo, what's up? And she's like, hey, NM, come check out this shit. And Osmosis is like, girl, no. Did you not mm-hmm. pay attention to what got you the shit in the beginning? Shut, oh. Shut the f- <laughs> I would love it if NM came in keep, and, keep, and <laughs> Osmosis stole the mirror going, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Oh, cut it out. Stop. Keep, stop. Me, I, keep me as your side piece. Don't tell no one about me. That's how the movie is. Yeah, that's how the movie is. Smash cuts to credits. Uh, uh, then it is Smash Mouth. You're yeah. a rock star. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like, uh. did you ever see any of the silent Oz films that are actually put together by L. Frank Baum? And his, he actually no. did put together like a silent film studio for a couple of years. I did not. Um, speaking about some of the other characters who show up in the background of the parade in the beginning, man, there's some fucked up. And, well, again, <laughs> this kind of lands back to like, there's a live action Osmo who kind of looks like the Osmo in this, but like, yeah, if you if you like return to return to Oz, just even like it's stylistic from design perspective, uh, they're on YouTube. Just look up the old Oz silent films, and you can see how they actually like took inspiration from the old silent films for some of the yeah. looks of this stuff too. Because like, it's so weird it's... to me. I guess it's because of rights disputes and whatnot. But there's so many Oz books, yeah. and like they're like, eh, no, we'll do something with with uh, what's his butt. Yeah. And make well like it's weird because like so Alfred Baum he wrote the first one and it was super successful but he never intended for it to be a series but it was so successful yeah. he's like what am I do not gonna like I make I can live off of these books now yeah and so he wrote like fourteen more books he wrote like a book a year for like fourteen years I think man. Uh, before he finally died and of course his family was like oh man we can't not stop putting these books out so they hired someone else to keep on writing the Oz books and I think they wrote like 28 official Oz books that are a part of the official like Oz uh, continuity uh, but yeah there's so many Oz books it's kind of like pretty start and they're not necessarily well that, that well written because especially yeah, like, L. Frank Baum himself he was just knocking out books just to make money yeah. and so that's he retconned a lot of stuff the continuity between books there nothing yeah, ever but makes that, like sense I'm or saying, anything but there's a lot of books that they could be making cool movies out of but instead could, we yeah. get something with uh, fucking Franco in it oh god I forgot about that again a weird again that's also Disney trying to make a half-assed well I guess in this the, this that was a prequel, yeah. so I guess technically there is an Oz trilogy out there. If you were to like take the Mag Oz the Great and Powerful, and what's her Wizard of Oz and Return to Oz, super hot as the Wicked Witch. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, you think sense. she's hot? Yeah, I know. I, I Dylan thinks she's super hot, and I'm like, she's not bad. Mila, Mila Kunis. Yeah, man, that movie got fucking what's her name? The hot lady. See, that's I like how we can talk about. Oz and Great and Powerful, and we talk about the hot lady, and we're going to be talking about two totally different ladies. Because yeah. I'm talking about... I haven't seen it. I just know it's terrible. Who's the lady who's in Brothers Bloom? She showed You're her butt wrong for two seconds. She was in that sniper movie where she has sex in a sleeping bag. What the... F- I have no she idea She was in the mommy about. movie. She was the hot librarian. Not Evergreen. I have to look this up. <laughs> Entertainer podcast. Hot butt lady. <laughs> Hot, Lady hot boy okay, sniper sleeping bag. Mummy, mummy librarian. That's all I need to look at. Is she up. the main interest in the mummy? Yeah. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah. I and mean, yeah. she was also in the um uh Evelyn O'Connell. That's the character's name. Uh <laughs> Perfect. How you doing? I'm suddenly destroying the podcast by not actually talking about uh uh Rachel Weiss. That's what I'm there talking you about. Go. But yeah, did you so you, did you see Austin the Great and Powerful? No. Man, that is a t- again, it's a weird thing where Disney trying to cash in on what MGM did 
but not wanting to pay any money to MGM, which is funny because I think there's also, I think they also had the ruby slippers. I think there was a big thing about how um, they tried to get the color green of the Wicked Witch close enough to like what it was in the original MGM movie in yeah. the James Franco movie, but didn't want to get so close that they could get sued. Like there was an actual like shade of green that they could have been sued for if they used, which is just fucking nuts. So the whole genesis of the movie Return to Oz was uh, the fact that Disney had bought the rights to make Wizard of Oz movies mm-hmm. sometime like in the 50s or 60s, but they never actually did anything with them. Uh, but the, the Wizard of Oz movies were about to go into public domain in 1985, so they wanted to do something with the rights before they lost the rights because it would go public yeah. domain. And so, yeah, they just knocked this movie out. And Walter Murch for a couple of years had been talking about how he would like to do a, like an Oz movie. And so they essentially said, well, if you do a half-assed sequel to MGM thing, we'll give you some money. And, hmm. yeah, I guess they didn't really like some of his designs and stuff. So even though they approved the movie about halfway through shooting, they kind of shut things down, kicked him off the movie, and we're going to cancel the whole thing until George Lucas stepped in and said, no, Walter Murch is my friend. If I throw a couple bucks in this production, will you guys reinstate the film and put like reinstate Murch as the director? So was T- George Lucas saved this movie, hmm. uh, both with his... his, his um, just his clout and with his uh, pocketbook. Um, so, what else? Uh, Whistle tune. This movie is messed up, and it should not be seen by any children. So, yeah, what do you think about the whole movie in general, though? It was... I don't know. <laughs> it it's kind of there. It's kind of, yeah. It, it's not inert, but it's It wasn't kinda... good, but the production values of everything take it so high i i i enjoyed watching it just for the sets the puppetry yeah the special effects all that it's an interesting not very good movie and how how fucking nonplussed dorothy is by everything (laughs) she's cold-blooded she just don't give a shit do you think if they had made a third one of these movies, Dorothy would just be like completely like, what the fuck? Do I do I even have to go back to Oz? What the fuck did you guys fuck up now <laughs> that I have to go back and fix? Um, oh my gosh, Dorothy grew up to have a huge mouth on her. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. She Woo, got crazy. One. <laughs> oh, she looks like, oh, she she looks like fucking Tim Curry, shit. <laughs> um, the two books uh, this film were based off of were The Marvelous Land of Oz and Ozma of Oz, yeah. which are the second and third books of the series. I think Ozma of Oz was one of the ones that I read the most. Yeah. Uh, Marvelous Land of Oz introduces Jack Pumpkinhead, Mombi, and Ozma, uh, and uh, Ozma of Oz introduces, introduces TikTok, Belinda, and the Gnome King. Um so that's one of the interesting things is that Ozma's story in the original books was she's the Queen of Oz. She was Queen of Oz before the Wizard of Oz ever showed up. Yeah. Uh, but I can't remember if it was Mombi or the Gnome King captured Ozma. Or maybe she did this to herself where Ozma turned herself into a boy named Tip I to think it was, hide from... I think it was Mombi that did it. Yeah. Either way, Ozma got turned into a like a 12-year-old boy or to maybe, hide from the bad guys. Glenda or something. Or something, yeah. yeah. And so the, one of the stories, I think it's Ozma of Oz. Yeah. Uh, Dorothy's running around with this. I don't even because after a while, Dorothy stopped showing up in the books, and the heroes just ended up becoming Dorothy. I think it was just Tip. You think Tip is just the main character? I okay, think yeah. So. so Tip is the boy first male protagonist of these books. It's like yeah. the third book of the whole uh, first uh, third book in the whole series. Yeah. So and you find out Tip at the end, this twelve year old boy who's been your protagonist throughout the whole movie, turns out he's actually the queen of Oz, gets yeah. turned back into a girl, and 
Man, that'd be crazy if they tried to make that shit these days. Couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. Because there's no way you couldn't do it without pissing off, like, either the Tumblr crowd or, like, the conservatives or... But I still... Somebody would be furious. And I love how offhandedly that was a part of the story, and it was just, like... I always thought that was, like, kind of super cool, because Tip is still kind of treated as his own character, and Tip is the one who actually, in the story, builds... It's essentially the same backstory for Jack uh, Pumpkinhead. Yeah. But it's just... it technically still made by Ozma, but while Ozma was, was in the form of uh, Tip, this 12-year-old boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was right. Disney paid a hefty fee for MGM for the rights to use the Ruby Slippers, which was an invention of the MGM film and not uh, native to the original books. Mm-hmm. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so the other characters who show up in the uh, parade at the end from other Oz books are the Shaggy Man, the Patchwork Girl, Professor Wogglebug... Wogglebug is great. His design, he's like this dancing, it's almost blackface, but he's like this dancing bug guy. His, yeah, his, yeah, his no, design is fucking him. fantastic. Santa Claus, which, looking back at the film, there's an old man in like a, kind of like a ratty red thing, which I think maybe that's, it's not like a big yeah. fat guy, what we would think Santa Claus is, but um, Santa Claus, Tommy Quickstep, Button Bright, and the Musicker. Yeah. You know Button Bright and Tommy Quick. Oh, Button Bright! Favorite Oz characters. Oh, I love Button Bright. Um, one of my favorite Oz characters of all time is in the Patchwork Girl of Oz. There's a cubist dog lion <laughs> thing that runs around with the Patchwork Girl of Oz, which, yeah. oh god, I forget what the character's name is, but I'm so bad. I'm so sad it doesn't show up in the. Uh, that character shows up in one of the silent Oz movies. Oh, fucking okay. crazy. It's obviously just a guy in a bunch of cardboard boxes with, like, an animal. It looks like something right out of Minecraft. Nice. But that's what the character's supposed to be in the books. Um, yeah, yeah, this movie, if Disney had put more power behind it, could have been something real special. But I think with them just want... The, with them being, like... It's worth Treating ha- it like Fox treats, like, X-Men now, where they're like, just make something so we don't lose the license. I Especially... Think that's... that's this was kind of what fucked it up. Disney still in the wild. This is you yeah. know like four years before uh, the Little Mermaid, so yeah. I guess they were still kind of like in their Sending where they still wanted off. to like try to make things. They just creatively they had no guidance. Yeah, and they were trying to make like this is only cut like a year or two after Tron too. So mm-hmm. this obviously where they they were trying to make big and it's live amazing action how things. much better special effects in, are in this in Tron. Oh, the woozy. Yes, the woozy. Uh, the woozy is a four-legged fictional creature from the Patchwork Girl of Oz. It is described as being dark blue in color and made up of all squares, flat surfaces, and edges. The woozy, the shit. That's my favorite Oz character of all time. <laughs> Second favorite is probably Professor T. Wogglebug, but fucking Oz is fucking bonkers. That's so weird, especially with Oz being public domain. They keep on coming out with, like, new, new Oz comic books and stuff like that. Yeah. And I guess it's because the MGM movie weighs so heavily in everyone's imagination that no one wants to... Well, I guess people do keep on trying to make sequels of it, Disney specifically. But there's plenty of... It's a shame that uh, Oz doesn't get more attention. Like, other stuff of Oz that's not just Dorothy of the Scarecrow and the Tin Man. Like, other Oz stories, like, you'd make something really yeah, interesting out of that universe. Saying. Yeah, Like, there's a lot of Oz books, but they're um, like, no, you have to make a prequel. In... I remember in the 80s on HBO for a while they were showing an uh, anime that actually had elements from it because it was like about the Gnome King invading uh, Oz, but it was actually a full-on war. It was actually like like he had a giant army and they were burrowing underground and they fuck up the Emerald Kingdom and they're huh. trying to protect it. It was actually like more of a kind of like the big story you would expect in a, in a movie like this. Yeah. Um, and one of the things too, which is great, um, I guess one of these books, I could 
I think it's the second Oz book had its genesis in a stage play. So I guess the the first sort of Wizard of Oz book came out and it was super popular. Mm-hmm. And L. Frank Baum tried to capitalize on that not by writing a book first, but writing plays based off of Oz that you know plays that would just like you know travel around the country and make money. Yeah. And so um, I think for the Marvelous Land of Oz, he wrote this whole thing about how there's a country full of hot ladies that are trying to invade Oz. So essentially just to justify having a bunch of dancing girls in the stage play. And then he worked that into the books. So I think it's like the, one of these books that this movie is based off of like, yeah, the, like one of the primary villains is like this hot lady and her hot lady army, which they obviously don't include in this movie, but I love the idea that like, yeah, that's if you wanted to, that's so much cinematic potential in the Oz universe. You have woozy, the all square cat dog (laughs) and an army of hot army ladies. Wizard of Oz is weird. I love it. And then yeah. you got Gnome King's rock people getting poisoned by chickens. <laughs> yeah. I like this is your episode, and I'm all like, yeah, Oz. Well, no, I'm, I like Oz. I, you're just having a better recollection than I am because I haven't read those books in like I haven't read them a long time years, either. But then years. again, I always like, sometimes when I get bored, I'll decide to like well, fire up a silent Oz film on YouTube. Yeah. And I don't know. I still kind of surround myself more with Oz shit still a little bit, I guess. I yeah. Because I'm a giant fucking man child. Yeah. Yeah. So I hate to ask because I feel like I'm going to dread the answer to this. Um, what? what are you doing next week, Bill? It's nothing too bad. It's going to be, oh, inspired by Tip, I'm going to do Victor Victoria. I have no idea what that is. Tip. We're talking about Tip and Ozma. Actually, this is more inspired I by. I know what Tip is. Our previous episode was Lion in Winter, and I was reading about how Robert Preston played uh, King Henry in the original stage production of Lion in Winter. And I was like, okay. man, Robert Preston. I want to watch something new with Robert Preston. And it was like, I've always heard about Victor Victoria. What? It's got Robert Preston. It's got. Have you ever seen Victor Victoria? I don't even know what Victor Victoria is. Really? It's a fucking musical starring Julie Andrews. Okay. This may be directed by the same guy who did Breakfast at Tiffany's, however. I is it? I stab you if that's No, but this is supposed to be good. It's also got James Garner Breakfast in it. at Tiffany's was supposed to be good. Uh, James Garner in a musical? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's James Can Garner. Can we just watch Support Your Local Sheriff instead? I don't have that idea. Uh, gotta, 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 gotta. Uh, 1988. It is Blake Edwards. Oh, no. Can we just watch Support Your Local Sheriff instead? This can't a good, be any worse than Breakfast at Tiffany's, a good, though. Uh, a good James Gardner movie? Okay, you get a Blake Edwards movie, I get a Blake Edwards movie. If this Victor Victoria doesn't work out, then we just never, ever watch another Blake Edwards movie ever <laughs> We put again. A, a permanent ban on Blake Edwards. Oh, God. Well, then again, it's not like he has that many great movies. Like, oh, God, it's even in the same guy who did the score. Oh, this could... I'm oh, so sorry. it's just going to be Moon River? <laughs> a musical with nothing but Moon River? Oh, God, what have I... How long is this? It's going to be like 14 hours long. Oh, it's only two hours long. Oh, only two hours. Hey, man, Light of Winter was only two two hours and 14 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I can't think of anything. Well, this is the other thing. Is I am, I've just started my fourth attempted playthrough through Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. Um, I want to get that. I want that to be one of my episodes sooner than later. Yeah. So depending on how fast I can crank through that, um, it's funny because I was really worried about that. Like I've been doing too many movies in a row lately. Forgetting mm. I just did Mystery Science Theater three thousand like two episodes ago. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to switch things up. I, oh, I almost want to do uh, Final Fantasy six for the next episode, but I'm not going to be able to beat that game in yeah. two weeks. But and I'm gonna I'm gonna start to read. Uh the first oh, uh, no. Dark Tower book. Oh, you're going to do that now? I'm not going to do that next. Cause I'm, oh, no, I not next, but like that's... I won't be through it, but if people want to s- start reading that 
as well to figure out to also be bewildered probably with me. There's no children fucking in that, is there? No, okay, nothing's good. as bad as it. That's actually one of the shortest books that uh, Stephen yeah. King's ever written, too. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the other thing we got to plan around because as we're recording this, this is the first week of January. Uh, Daniel and I had talked about having, uh, what was it? Uh, terrible February. Oh, I, don't, I hadn't set a, a name up yet, but yeah, we were we've been planning about doing Batman and Robin episode three, Garbage Pail Kids, and Duke Nukem Forever. Something, or it's at least something absolutely terrible that one of us has missed. Yeah, things we know are. Are... Is Batman and Robin my choice or yours? I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, because I've seen everything. Uh, the only thing on there I haven't seen before is Duke Nukem Forever, which is a video. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've played that. And now you have a PC so you can play it cor- oh, quote, God, quote, correctly. Oh, I don't even have justification for not playing it. Because <laughs> you can get it for like two bucks on Steam. I mean, it's ne- and that's never still gonna... overpaying for it. I was going to say, they're never going to port that from 360 over to Xbox One. <laughs> well, who knows? That's neither. That's plans for the future, but the immediate future is... Blake Edwards, no! Victor Victoria, come back next week and see if we hang each other. Do you know what you're doing next? No. You got got some time to figure it out. Yeah. Oh, no. A little bit. It'll probably be another movie, though. This can't be any... Which is funny, because Blake... Like, Breakfast at Tiffany's is not, like, the worst movie of all time. We've watched movies that are objectively worse than Breakfast at Tiffany's. Sure. The Old Dark House. Again, which is not even bad for what it is for the time it was made. Yeah. But, like, there are... I'm just saying. Yeah. Breakfast Tiffany was pretty fucking rough, though. Yeah, oh yeah. As long as there's not, like, some guy, blackface guy in Victor Victoria. <laughs> At least that gives us something be, to talk about. It can't be as bad. And he also, this made 1982, so he had, like, 15 years to get his shit together. Okay. Blake Edwards. Well, okay, stop justifying it before he watch it. Like, okay. We'll see what happens. But we need we need to start we need to start actually discussing what what's gonna be done in the future before you're just like I'm gonna watch this oh, oh no. no yeah funny how live on air they're like this may have been a terrible mistake I just googled it for the first time yeah it's got Julie Andrews and Julie Andrews hot it got James Conner and Robert Preston how bad can it be it's also got it's got Webster in it too I think the guy from Webster yeah no I know yeah George Papadopoulos. Yeah. Papadopoulos? Yeah. Oh, I thought you actually meant Webster. No, he did. A lot of the people in that movie are probably dead. Actually, yeah. half Everyone except for Julie Andrews I just mentioned is dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's grim. So Ooh. so tune in next week for a lot of dead people, I a guess. A lot of dead people singing and dancing in, in drag. Uh, this was Return to Oz, which was a fine movie for traumatizing children. Yeah. Uh, We've been having too many movies and things where it's been like, eh, not too bad. This is another. I think that's, another eh. I think that's just going back to. I want to be make it so you can find stuff. something. You're like, yeah. I was kind of. Yeah. I was like that with with uh, Frankenstein. Okay, I really, oh, like Frankenstein. really did like Frankenstein, but that was two months ago. Yeah. We they need can't, to get you. Well, I want to like everything I've picked. Well, I know it's not like we're <laughs> picking things because we're gonna hate them, but yeah. I liked it. Like I said, I like this movie fine. I didn't like this like story so much, but yeah. all the effects and everything were yeah from a production Ian point of view. One. Super great person. How can we make fun of Perfect Tiffany's? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you're gonna do any Japanese voice, that actually sounds like a Japanese guy as opposed to hurry, hurry, go Irish. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're yeah, gonna so. finally get, let you guys go. We're gonna go back to living our own lives, and yeah. So we're tardythepartypodcast.com. Nope. Shit. <laughs> well, I I got confused because I want to say it. we're tardythepartypodcast at tardypodcast.com. Uh, our Twitter handle is tardypodcast. Yes. Uh, my handle is. Wait, what did you say the URL was? Tardy party. 
Tardypodcast.com. I love Tardy Party. <laughs> yeah. Tardy can, we party. Also, can we get tardyparty.com and have that redirected tardy to the party? Uh, maybe, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm Mudrin, M-U-D-R-N, at, at, at uh, on Twitter, the Twitter. On the Twitters. Uh, Daniel Rudis is the Grumpy Turtle at, mm-hmm. on the Twitters. Uh, yell at us, uh, especially if you have any episode suggestions. Um, we have, we've both seen a lot of stuff, so any suggestions you have, may have, we may have to shoot down. But, you know, we're always open to Lion in Winter was something somebody was asking me about. So, yeah. Yeah, so... Suggestions do get used on this podcast. Yeah. Okay, I gotta get back to fighting Kefka in Final Fantasy VI. Okay. Okay. And I gotta get back to making sure Bill continues to fight Kefka. Kefka. Yeah. This this like I said, this is about the fourth time I've I've tried to start this game up, and I've never got more than ninety minutes into it. Just because I get distracted, it's not a bad game. Yeah. I just you know I'm just like oh. So look forward to that. Look forward and eventually look forward to Stephen King eventually. Can we just talk about Undertale next time? No, we're not tardy to that. Well, that's been out for a couple of a little bit. That's at least three months old. <laughs> at least. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll go. The, take care, guys. So long. Keep filling them holes and blah, 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 blah. Bye. Bye. Bye.